0: It would, yes. That's another thing. I'm going to stick to what uh, I'm doing at the moment and and just leave it at crime. Yeah. I thought of other other areas. I looked at romance for a little while yeah. and uh, thinking that because that's a really hot at the moment, especially in the UK, oh. uh, romance books are really selling well. But crime is a close second. Really, <laughs> I can't write
1: romance to save my life. <laughs> Hello there, my fellow sophisticated creatives. Welcome to JCV Art Studio from the dressing room. Ozzy's in the studio with me. He has his back to me. I don't know what I've done to offend him. This is episode 21, and I have UK prom- UK promoter Brian Richmond of Blue Devil Books back on the podcast. Brian enjoys promoting indie authors, and I've had him on the podcast before, exactly last November. A lot has changed in the world in both our careers, and I'm looking forward to catching up. Brian, welcome. Welcome back.
0: Good morning, Joanna. It's nice to be back.
1: Good, good. So it's 7 a.m. here, you said it's about 3 p.m.?
0: Just after 3, yes.
1: Okay, okay, all right. Well, Brian, um, I have more followers than I did before, so I'd like to repeat three questions from our first podcast just to bring you know those new subscribers up to date. First, can you give our listeners... An overview of what Blue Devil Books
0: is about. Yes, of course. It was um, it really was an idea that I had at the back of my mind for some time. Um, I love doing websites. I've got uh, eleven websites that I look after for small companies and uh, and also charities. Okay. And um, Blue Devil Books uh, seemed like a good idea. I, I love reading. And I like reading about crime. Yeah. And, of course, you know I've got a friend, Winona Kent, who is now writing uh, crime crime stories for us. And uh, she's always had a problem being an independent publisher and uh, an independent writer and not having a publisher. She just uses Amazon and places like that to publish. And I thought, well, independents so are getting a raw deal. Yeah. Um, the publishers tend to hog all the limelight. They've got the staff and they've got the money behind them, so they're able to make a big splash. Yeah. So I just wondered if I, if I put together um, a website and had a few, what I consider to be really talented writers on it, and then I, they would become my showcase writers, yeah. and I would try and do as much as I could for them. Good. And, of course, you know, I've got Winona, I've got you, and I've got yeah. Alice.
1: Yeah, yeah. And what we're seeing here in Canada, the publishers are being bought. They're just, it's like the, the, it's almost like the person who has the most money is buying up. And it's to the point where um, it's, I won't say it's becoming political, but authors are trying to bring it to the attention of our political leaders because of um, okay, um, it's competition, right that's it's like I say it's 7 a.m. I need more coffee. Um, the competition rules, you know like it's not because they're buying up publishers, they're not what am I trying to say here, Brian? <laughs> you know
0: <laughs> you're getting getting fewer publishers to be quite honest, yes, and they're all becoming very, very big. Yes. Uh, a similar thing in, in the UK, I think. But fortunately, we also seem to have quite a few uh, new publishers appearing as well. And I think a lot of it is because of what's happened with the pandemic. Yeah. And a lot of people have turned to reading. Yeah, um, They're sitting at home. They're locked down for weeks on weeks, So they just buy a book off Amazon or somewhere and uh, sit and read, which is good for us.
1: Yes. And I'm finding now um... – With technology, we are able to do so much more than we were able to do 20 years ago. And uh, I I think the traditional publishers need to see that, that um, it's not, sometimes I wonder if they're stuck 20 years ago, stuck, have the mindset of 20 years Mm -hmm. ago, and like I say, we are able to do so much more, so...
0: I agree with you. I think (laughs) a lot of the publishers, they're stuck in the past. And really, they ought to move on to the future. Yes.
1: So I have another repeat question. I have two more repeat questions. Um, What are the requirements for an author to be featured on Blue Devil Books? Um, Because right now I have basically an equal number of American and Canadian subscribers who listen to my podcast. Mm,
0: Right. Well, nationality doesn't enter into it. I, I'll consider anybody, who any nationality, as long as I can read their books. Either yeah. in English, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, my my German and um, and my Italian is a bit rusty. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yes, what that, what I did what I did was when I first started, I put down a set of rules, and that was I wanted a writer who was independent. Yeah. And I wanted somebody who has either had a book to publish or had uh, published a book in the last 12 months. Right. And also they were prepared to provide me with, A, a synopsis of what they've done in the past and all about themselves. And also uh, three chapters of the book that they want to appear on uh, Blue Devil Books. And really, that's my only requirement. It costs them nothing at all. It just—it's just my time, and I—I I have fun doing it. And it's just, I suppose, my way of trying to help.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. That's great. And yes, I guess someone has woken up. He's trying yeah, to get my attention. <laughs> okay. That's enough. Now, <laughs> One moment, Brian. <laughs> So I have one more. I think I've caught myself up to date. You've explained your process for review. Yeah. And uh, great. So now that we're up to date, I'm now featured on Blue Devil Books. And since we last spoke, I'm curious to find out how has Blue Devil Books changed
0: and grown? Well, to start with, I only have Winona on Blue Devil Books when I, I first spoke to you. And now, of course, I've got myself and Alice, and I've got another two uh, that's a popular possibility of being reviewed at the moment. So I would like, that's all I want, to be quite honest. I think a maximum five would be enough for me to be able to cope with yeah. and be able to um, devote my time equally to all five. Yeah. It's tempting to have more, but I don't think it would be fair. Yeah. Anyway, um, what have I added? Well, you know a lot yeah. of other things. So I've added reviews to the website. Yeah. I've uh, I, I followed uh, followed up and uh, chased up all the reviews I could find on your books and put them all in one place so people can go to the website they can read all your reviews. That's excellent. and and then of course your podcasts. Yeah. Some of your podcasts I've actually put on the website because they uh, they were applicable. You know, you were talking to people who. We're like minded, I think. And, uh, you know, and also, the, I always listen to your podcasts. And if I find them interesting, then to be quite honest, they'll finish up on the on the Blue Double Books. Mm-hmm. And what else? Oh, videos, of course. I produce uh, a, a lovely little video. Well, I think it's lovely. Uh, of uh, four Blue Double Books, yeah. which uh, I think you saw you appear in that, my cartoon video, as yeah. I call it. And then your uh, video, of course, uh, which you uh, you submitted for me to have a look at, and I thought it was great, and that's now on Blue Devil Books. And I'm quite willing to put more on. I think they're a, a really good way of uh, putting what you mean forward. A video, you know what they say, a picture is worth a thousand words.
1: Yes, yes. And I know the video, the book trailer I did, I see it as another form of storytelling. And uh, the, the difficulty for me is a few of the video clips, I'm, I'm in search of Canadian film companies because uh, that provide clips. Because I know with one of the clips I had, it it panned and it was great. And I'm not, um, I, you know, I have American followers and I really appreciate them. Except if my novel is taking place in Canada, I can't have the American flag showing in the courtroom, right? So it's that's true. <laughs> right. So it's just that's where I did a bit of editing, or you know. So um yeah, mm-hmm. your author's showcase. Um it's not just for women. Can men apply? And I was wondering. Have you, you kind of touched upon this already. Um, you you want to show, you're talking about five being the maximum. So I'm thinking another genre wouldn't, would defeat that purpose. It would be too much.
0: It would, yes. That's another thing. I'm going to stick to what uh, I'm doing at the moment and, and just leave it a crime. Yeah. I thought of other other areas. I looked at romance for a little while. Yeah. And uh, thinking that because that's a really hot at the moment, especially in the UK, oh. uh, romance books are really selling well. But crime is a close second. Really, <laughs> I can't Ooh. write
1: romance to save my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, well, I must admit, Winona had a good go. I think with some of her earlier books, but uh, she she feels very happy with crime as well. <laughs>
1: Well, you've read The Unraveling. That originally was supposed to be a romance and they thought it was too dark.
0: Huh? <laughs> well, I must admit, I was surprised when I read it, but uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, I mean, I've actually, I think I've read it twice because okay. I always read it once and then I'll put it booked out, go away, for, leave it alone for a week and then go back and read it a second time. And I find I find find more in the story. Don't we?
1: Yeah. Well, thank you. I, that's that's a great compliment. Thank you. Okay. So for me, um, my goal is to get more subscribers and and that may come across as being selfish, but why I want more subscribers is I look at this podcast as I'm shining a light on authors. And if I have more subscribers then it's almost like the podcast gods, the, the people who create these podcast charts, I move up in the ranking. So then the more exposure I get and it, ha- it ties into my number of subscribers, then it's like I am then the more exposure my guests get, whether they're artists, mm-hmm. authors, yourself, right? So that's the one thing I want to improve on. And I was wondering with you, if there's anything you're thinking you you want to improve on.
0: Like you, I'd like more subscribers to Blue Devil Books. Um, I'm, I'm quite pleased with the way it's going at the moment. Uh, when I first started, I was getting about 300 hits a week. Yeah. Now I'm getting well over a thousand. So wow. uh, it's uh, in the six months it's been going, it's actually it's done quite well. But I still want to get more. Yeah. Uh, I've got one uh, one of my websites that gets 5,000 hits a week, but. Oh. Uh, that, that depends on the subject, of course. Yeah, there are motor racing clubs, so there's a lot of people interested.
1: Okay, okay. So you need to do an announcement when you hit five thousand. With with blue I dimensions. will,
0: I will indeed. I will. Yes, I'll publish it. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I think i think I'll put it on the website as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so. um, yeah, there are ways that you can improve. Um, access, obviously, to BDB um, from various sources and also um, the good old search engines as well. You need to – I need to keep working at the search engines and get them up the top of the list.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's – that kind of leads into, you know, I'm thinking about discoverability. And for me, it's marketing, and I have – it, you know that saying: if you throw enough mud at a, a wall, something will stick.
0: Mm, I <laughs> use that process,
1: <laughs> yeah. so, and I've been using the unraveling to almost like as a learning tool, um, seeing what works. I've tried, I've, I've uh, invested money in advertising, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work. Mm. Um, I have discovered. In Canada, we have it's called the Prairie Review. You get a comprehensive book review. Uh, they include an excerpt from your book, and if you have a book trailer, book trailer, they include the book trailer on their website. And they're very professional uh, with dealing with them, just just like you. And um, I have done uh, virtual book reviews through Instagram, which, you know, it it, kind of falls into, you may get more followers, but that doesn't necessarily convert into people who are actually interested in your book. And to the point where, where even they, you know, I'm not even talking about, let's say, uh, purchasing the paper copy, but getting the much cheaper ebook. Okay. So, um, and the other thing I found thinking about marketing. So, you know, my heroine and her sister, they're avid motorcycle riders. Um, I came across Woman Rider, which is a motorcycle magazine out of the U.S. And they have been very, very good to work with and professional and affordable, like even with the Canadian U.S. dollar. Um, So that's been my big learning curve. And um, I'm wondering... What have you learned over the last six months um, that works or doesn't work for you?
0: I think so far the thing that I would agree with is that social media um, produces followers, but I don't think it produces sales. Right. Um, I've noticed from the number of people that follow Blue Devil Books on Facebook, for example, you know? yeah. and uh, and yet I doubt if it makes a lot of difference. Talking to Winona because she's such really my only source of information from a sales point of view. And uh, I think she would agree with me. Um, it doesn't really sort of bring more sales, and neither does Twitter or Instagram or any of the others. You know, yeah. don't know whether I've got to look at some of the more modern um, social media platforms, but um, I, I sometimes think that it's a bit of a waste of time. But it, I suppose, even if you get one. Sale out of it. It's probably worth it because there's not a lot of effort involved, really. So as um, so long as you get something for nothing, so it's okay. But the rest, really, is uh, I've been looking at other outlets. Really, yeah. uh, magazines is one I've, I've been looking at in the UK. Okay. Because so you, you probably don't know, but um when I left the RAF, I, I actually got involved in newspaper and magazine publishing. Okay. And uh, I. I know a little bit about the publishing world for the uh, for magazines, so uh, I've been making a few contacts and uh, and hopefully that uh, I can perhaps sway persuade, persuade them to. You, know, you get a a magazine that is, if you like, a woman's magazine. Yeah, and yeah, why should they have a book review in it? Yeah, and why should it be yours? Yeah, yeah, and you know, the book, the, the the number of the circulation of uh, magazines. Is in hundreds of thousands. It really is. If it's a, if it's a good uh, a good cover, um, which a lot of them really do sell in the UK. Um, there's still a good uh, still a lot of the uh, shops that you walk in. You've still got racks and racks of magazines.
1: Oh, good. That's good. Uh, so The
0: problem is, of course, it's finding the right one yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or the right ones. But uh, I've uh, sort of. I think I've narrowed it down so far to about six magazines that I would be confident with. So I'm, I'm quietly working on them. at the moment.
1: Good, good. Well, I have to say you did a um, post on Facebook featuring your authors on blue devil books. And I don't know if I had a chance to tell you this. So you posted on Facebook, you tagged me, you tagged Alice, you tagged Winona. My sister, Linda Mackey, then shared that post to her Facebook page, and then one of her friends saw the post and said, I'm really interested in these books, and I just may have to buy all three of them. And then what I do know I, that she ended up, because she then went onto my website, like, it's crazy the, the, when you follow, I don't want to say the paper trail, okay? So then <laughs> she went on my website, and she purchased my book. So, but it was my sister Linda sharing your Blue Devil Post site to her page. So it's mm. it's we're getting there.
0: We're getting there. That's brilliant. Yeah. It's good to know it sometimes works.
1: Yes, yes. So I that's good. Yeah, and I I thought I had mentioned it, but I I have kind of bitten off a little too much this week. So I may not have. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, you do do a lot. I must admit. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So, moving forward, what are some of your goals? Goals for Blue Devil Books?
0: Suppose is to get more more people actually accessing the website, more hits per per week, and keeping there, keeping them there. That's the other secret. Is a, a, a website should be dynamic. You know, if you don't change it, people will go away because they will lose interest. So what I try and do is I put something different on every moment I get. Yeah. And it sometimes it might be a week, but it might be two weeks. But I find that actually as soon as I put something on, the figures go back up again. So mm-hmm. people are actually looking at the website and they are perhaps coming and looking at it on a regular basis to see what's new.
1: And I just had an idea. Um, you don't have to follow up on it. I had Karen Abramson on the podcast and I remember when I was researching her, I went on her website and she had a drop down and it was about places she had gone on vacation. And so I've, I've had a shot of coffee now and the the brain cells are, are kicking in <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I'm just going to throw this out there, Brian, like I do in my critique group. So the idea being, what if, what every author starts with, um, there was just, and I, I don't know the mechanics behind your website in terms of, you know, drop downs or how, how big you want it to be, but what if with the books that are on there, there was maybe a drop down about the location, you know, if the author provided you with a photo of, oh, this is where um, this book, takes place or uh, one or two photos of this is where this scene takes place so just throwing it out there you know just Mm. and the reason the the reason why i mention it is because i remember when i went on karen's website i was looking at her books and then and i think it's because of the pandemic too or and also i don't have time to travel yet um it was neat seeing where she had traveled and seeing different areas of the world so Mm.
0: so just that's that's a good idea Uh um, well, you know all Winona books are based in London. yeah uh, except, except for the first first book she did with Jason Davie. Um, she finished up in Canada but yeah. uh, otherwise because she's uh, she's lived in London and was brought up in London and she well, I can help her as well.
1: <laughs> yeah. well with book three it's um, I have two car- I have Jade and Jade meets a new individual by the name of Adam and he is canadian a bit of a spoiler here and i'm getting off on a bit of a tangent but so jade meets adam who is canadian but for reasons i'm not going to get into at age 8 and 10 he gets sent to the uk to be raised by his aunt and so then he returns to canada and that's where how he becomes in Jade's life, okay, because of circumstances. It's it, actually, it, yeah, I don't want to give it away. <laughs> don't tell <have> me anymore.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> but so, anyways, where I'm leading to with this is book three. I really do want to have it take place in the UK. So, or portions of it. So, um, yes. I may be needing your help with locations.
0: Well, you know, you'll be. Very welcome. I'll be there. I'll be your taxi driver.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, Brian, what's been your proudest moment with Blue Devil Books?
0: I start like I said. I started with just one writer, Winona, and then I found you, and I found Alice. And I think that was probably my. Uh, they were my proudest moments because I could see that what I uh, I dreamt about was actually starting to work. Good. And it was uh, it was easy with Winona. You know, I mean, uh, I've got, I had all the information I needed anyway yeah. uh, from my involvement with her and her books. Yeah. Uh, but then, then you appeared and you were a, an unknown as far as I was concerned. But, you know, I read your book and I thought, this is fantastic. And so, you know, I got stuff from you and I put it all on the website. Yeah. And then along came Alice. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very proud of the, the three ladies I have on my website.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Well, I know it's interesting what makes you proud. Um, For me, creating that first book trailer was really cool. Was Like I say, for me, it's another um, form of storytelling. It is. And I can just totally forget about time checking out video clips. And uh, the funny thing with that book trailer is one day when um, the power uh we had a windstorm and the internet was shaky and i remember in that one scene where the bunny runs across well the bunny ran across the film stopped and then the bunny <laughs> bunny went backwards <laughs> oh, no <laughs> oh, again right my internet connection right and i thought oh man if people only knew right so anyway <laughs> yeah for me it's the book trailer um Judy Penns Shellac, she's a Canadian author who um, has come, like put together, spearheaded uh, an anthology called Moonlight mm-hmm. and Misadventures, and I did a roundtable discussion with them, and that will be coming up, but uh, she, on her review page, I had put a, I reviewed the book, and it's excellent, this anthology, and it was neat, because she sent me, uh, like a a shot of the page of reviews and there was my review and it just it was it's interesting when you read your name and then you read podcaster and it just Mm -hmm. kind of sank in that yeah this is part of me and then the other day I was um, looking for things on Amazon and I just checked my book and I saw this review Joanna Vanderfloeg and I'm like Oh wow! Who and it was you? It was your review. Thank you so much. If I haven't thanked you before, thank you.
0: You're very welcome. Well, I try yes, if there's anybody, I if I read a book that is up to date and I bought it off Amazon or something, then I always review it. I think it's only fair. Yeah. But uh, I've, I've gone back a bit in time now. I've gone back to my love. I've gone back to John Le Carre. So,
1: well. I can look back at the authors and promoters and editors, and uh, I will actually be having an author and filmmaker. I just booked her yesterday. She's coming on the podcast in June. Brilliant! Yeah, you know I've have I've had two American authors, Benny Sims, who wrote an awesome political legal thriller, and. Mm. um, He wrote that in 2005, which, like he said, if he could predict the future, you know, it 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 was really good. Algon Williams he wrote this very heartwarming um, story for young readers. I've had Vanessa Asel Zuruga, and she's from Switzerland. And none of them are paying me to say this, but what I'm I'm trying. My point is, I have great Canadian authors on here, and if one thing I have learned is you erase those borders and we're, and yourself promoting books, take away the borders. And we're just all people who love a good story and mm-hmm. we're storytellers. And um, that, that's, that's really cool, you know, cause especially now, especially with the pandemic going on, granted, I I think we're, we're, we're getting, we're heading in a good spot. I've had my first vaccination, Um last year with some of the po- politics that was going on it was nice to see that you get rid of the borders and they're all we're all just people who love a good story and mm. we have that common bond so
0: I must I must admit when if I'm looking in a bookshop and I'm looking at a book and then looking what I want to read that's the last thing I think about is which country it's been based in or who the author is yeah. I tend to look and say, that looks like an interesting book. I don't care if it's, you know, in France, in Italy, in Germany. I don't care. But yeah. if it's a well-written book, and I can understand it, yeah. <laughs> so I said my 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 German and my Italian's a bit rusty. But uh, yeah, so I, I really love um, I love other countries as well. Yeah, um,
1: and for me, I I really enjoy reading about other countries just because I love. I, I haven't had an opportunity to travel yet. Right? Yeah. So it, yeah. it it allows me to in my mind with what the author has written, written, get out of Canada. Right.
0: That's right. Yeah. Well I, was, I would say I was in the in the RAF for what, 26 years and I was air crew. Okay. So I I actually counted it up the other day and I visited 32 different countries in my time. Cool. That is cool. And I even made a list. I must. uh, I must put it on Facebook sometimes to see if I get any comments. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So I asked you this in November, and I'm curious. I'm always curious what's going on in the UK, just because so many of my writing influences came from the UK. What's what are you? You had mentioned that a lot of romance romances are being read now. I was wondering what kind of. What's the reading season like in the UK about uh, right now?
0: Now, it tends to be, I think the season is always the summer over here. And I think it's because a lot of people go on holiday. And one of the things they do, is, of course, they get to the airport and they pick up a couple of books and uh, they take them with them, and they spend their time, like I often do, lie by a pool with a beer and and have a good read. And uh, But, yeah, nice thoughts, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I think, well, I know for a fact that romance is uh, is ahead of the game at the moment, but uh, crime isn't very far behind. But then that's the influence, to be quite honest, of what you see on television. Yeah. And you see lots of romances and you see lots of crime. And that basically tells people, oh, I think I ought to read about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you just gave me a flashback uh, to when we had gone to Maui and just uh, being on a sandy beach reading a good book. One day, one day. (laughs) So winding down on a lighter note, Brian, what are you reading now?
0: Uh, As I say, I've actually gone gone back in time. I I, I saw the John McCarray uh, Night Manager on television uh, about a year ago, and I swore that I would actually buy the book and read it, and I finally got round to it, and I finished reading it about two weeks ago. Okay. Um, So I found this in my – I have a box, right, which is full of books, yeah. And I hate, I will not throw books away. I give them away, but I'd never throw a book away. And I found this book and I thought, ah, I think I'll read that. And that's uh, John McCarrey, The Mission Song. And I, although it was in the box, I'd never read it. Okay. So, but I've now just started reading that. Good, good,
1: good. Okay. Well, Brian, before we end off, is there anything you would like to add? And uh, do you have any questions for me?
0: No, the only thing that always intrigues me is how you manage to find all the time to do the things that you do. <laughs> I mean, your podcasts take time. You're, we're just proving it. Yeah. And uh, I know you, you. I know how artistic you are. And you know what I think of your, your drawings, your paintings, yeah. you know. And uh, also you're finding time to write as well. How do you manage?
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> this week has been a little tough. Um I know it, well, it's because uh, I, I took on this project, which I thought I could do. Um, it's for a really good cause. It's for Habitat for Humanity. And you paint a door. So thank God I did, I, I, a real door could not fit in our car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, thank God, because um, I'd be in a really rough, rough shape right now. Um, so I have a cabinet door and it's like a kitchen cabinet door and you paint it and they go up for auction. So um, it's been a little stressful because it's, it's acrylic paint, which is not my medium. Mm -hmm. So um, I have to, I know the spouse keeps saying to me, don't, don't mention me. This is your painting. But at, at my moment when I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> <Right? Stressing> <laughs> out. <laughs> this is too orange, He kind of came in and, and he, he said, here, this is, this is what you do. And he, he gave me an example, like showed me how you can um, blend paints and, and colors and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I had a week off about two weeks ago. And what I noticed was it was nice to be able to not do my I'll just call them projects um kind of in segmented periods of time like I could Mm -hmm. I could sit down and I could get a whole bunch done you know so if I was doing uh work with um writing and promoting you know I'd have three hours where I could okay I need to update my website I have my list I'm going to do this so now I'm back to doing it in little like chunks of time so uh And I honestly, I don't watch, a. I do not watch a lot of TV. I mean, what can I say? The Great um, British Baking Show. It's over. Yes. Like that was, that I.
0: You liked watched, that, did
1: you? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: great,
1: great British Baking Show. Canada's spinoff on that. The Great Canadian Baking Show. Um, those were my go-tos. <laughs> okay.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah.
1: And um, I watched something I literally watch Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night. That's when I watch T like watch about an hour of TV each night and the rest of it, it's, it's, you know, I'm, I'm doing stuff. So, okay, Brian, well, it's been great catching up with you.
0: And you as well. It's uh it's seemed funny last time. It was just voice, but now it's nice to see you as well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And um, thank you for all the times you've caught promotional things involving Me and other authors, I'll go on Facebook and I'll see, oh, oh, Brian's caught that. I totally forgot about that. And I will try to give you more of a heads up. Okay.
0: Yes. uh, As long as it's out there somewhere, I'll find it. I always do. Okay, Brian. Okay. Thanks ever so much. And have a good day.